Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. Uh, we're all paying our 30% taxes. So much taxes. Every day. So many taxes. <laughs> yeah. I pay it everywhere I go. I'm at, I'm at, well, my income, when I go to the store, I buy stuff online stuff in games so always but so many taxes so many taxes all so taxes. much <laughs> and and so I, I think we could just jump right into our first story because obviously we're we're joking around dance around the biggest i would say news in all of sort of the gaming ecosphere right now epic is going to war with both apple and google i'm sure most people have heard this there was a new update that epic came out with that allowed people playing Fortnite to directly pay Epic. And that sort of worked around the iOS and Android app store. So you were paying $7.99 for V-Bucks as opposed to $9.99 for V-Bucks. And Apple and Android, or Apple and Google, I should say, don't get a cut of that anymore. Now it just all goes to Epic. And by doing that, they say the savings is passed on to you, the player, which is okay, cool. So what Apple and Google decided to do was take them off of their app store. They said, you know what? This was the agreement. You are not going by that agreement. You're no longer on our app store. Now, I will say that that 30%, it does seem high, uh, but it is, by the looks of things, the industry standard. We did come up with a few charts that came out from July 2020 from Analysis Group that was actually looking into Apple and their commission rates. And they found that Google, Amazon, Samsung, Microsoft, Apple all have a 30% um, commission. They do vary. So things like Microsoft Store has a 30% on games and Windows 8 devices, but 15% on other stuff. And there's like little things like that. But generally, it's a 30% rate on whatever they charge in their app stores. Then if you say, well, maybe gaming is different. And it, it's not. Xbox has a 30%, PlayStation has a 30%, Nintendo has a 30%. Steam has a variable rate where they do 30% for sales below 10 million, 25% between 10 and 50, and then 20% between uh, anything above 50 million, which to me that is backwards because now you're hurting the indies that will probably not hit 10 million in sales. You're actually hurting the smaller, scrappier industry uh uh, players, the devs, more than you're hitting sort of these multi-million dollar companies that are churning out the bigger you know, games. And then Epic is 12%. They're the low ones. They're the ones that are doing this. They say that they want to give money back to the developers. They want to give money back to the players. So at least they are talking the talk and walking the walk with their app store. They are charging less or taking less. Now, this is really, really interesting. We wanted to talk about it primarily because in all of our, if the way it relates to Nintendo is that we all see this discount. We're all getting that 20% off discount when it comes to the app store for us in Nintendo. If you jump on, I did just the other day, V-Bucks are now 20% off and that's not a discount. It's not a sale. It is the new price. Um, so it's pretty interesting to see what's going on. It is all over the place right now. Epic is going crazy with their marketing. They have a hashtag free Fortnite. They came out with almost immediately a little animation built into Fortnite that's uh, reproducing the 1984 Apple Mac commercial. So they knew this was going to happen. They basically baited, I would say, Apple into making this step so that they could 
play this this card and uh and here we are we're in the middle of this and it's very interesting to see it happening i don't know if anybody has a side necessarily i don't know if this is good or bad i would say ultimately it potentially is good for potentially good for consumers if it's able to get that commission lower and we do see those savings but i wanted to get your thoughts on it what do you guys think of this whole battle i'll let christina go first because i'll I'll start to give (laughs) the developer side of you because i've done an entire podcast on this before but i will i will talk about uh, the developer side and, and what they had to go through to even get this uh, latest update out. So I'll talk about that. But Christina, yeah. you can go first. Yeah. So my point of view, not having really any sort of development background and not really playing many mobile games, <laughs> it kind of feels like Epic is that rebellious teenager that just wants to kind of go against the system because he see, sees some sort of injustice in it all. And there is, I mean, These big companies are taking a pretty big cut just for having something in their store. But at the same time, Epic is really going after Apple. Like they have this whole campaign going on for it. And I I, I don't really have a side, but it's just really, I'm really interested in seeing how this all plays out because, you know, Epic is taking actual legal action against Apple. So both of them, Apple and Google, they have a lawsuit filed against both. Hmm. Okay, I thought it was just Apple at first. Well, th- and that's why because it, they had the whole, like the whole video against Apple. So I don't know. It, it it seems like it's more aimed towards Apple than Google from what I've mm-hmm. seen. But yeah, and I'm I don't have the Go number ahead. in front of me, but I was only thinking that perhaps they're directing at Apple more because perhaps they make a larger cut because more sales are through the App Store. They have you more know, maybe, players through Apple. Than yeah, perhaps anything. more money is being spent on Fortnite through Apple than Google. So that was maybe mm-hmm. their priority. I, I don't know that for sure, but that could be why that seems to be the focus. Yeah, but it'll it'll be interesting to see if this does change up how you know app stores work. Because on one hand, I think it is big enough. I think that Epic has big enough of a fan base to really kind of push them to make a change. But at the same time, it's just one company trying to make this change. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. It's hard to say right now. But that's kind of how I view it. Epic is that angry little rebellious teenager. <laughs> mm. And what's your thoughts, Mott? Yeah, I mean, so first off, if you want to hear a lot of this in depth, I'll link to a Merge Conflict episode that I did with Frank. It was called the 30% App Developer Tax. It's uh, mergeconflict.fm slash 113. Put that in the show notes for everyone to go listen to. We did that podcast uh, when Epic originally was going around Google Play and allowed you to install the app separately. And additionally, when Netflix decided to stop offering subscriptions in their app, because they would have to pay 15 to 30% on those new subscriptions. Um, Okay, so there's a few things here. Let's break down what they did inside of the application. Inside of Google Play and the Apple App Store app, they have a, you know, buy V-Bucks button, and it literally says, how do you want to pay? Do you want to pay with Apple or Google? That's $9.99. Or do you want a discount price, which is not a discount from what Michael just said. Mm -hmm. You can go to Epic Direct Payment. And then... That enables you to buy stuff outside the game. And that's a that's a big no-no uh, in general. That's just, you know, as a app developer, you sign a contract that says you want to put out your game on this platform. Here are the stipulations. Here's what you're allowed to go through. I'm shocked that the Apple developer uh, 
program if they uh, if it was an actual update not just an in-game update of code somehow that, that they approved it they must not mm. have you know or they just submitted it enough probably times didn't until, really look at it yeah that's probably yeah. what happened because often with these games like oh fortnite's coming in all right just go ahead and put it out um, sure. so they they, <laughs> they most likely weaseled it through and google they don't need any approval from anybody they can do whatever the heck they want However, this is still breaking the the terms and policies. So comparatively, Google is a little bit more retroactive. They don't have an app store review process. But also on Android, you can sideload and there's other app stores and, and things like that. Um, you know, as, as an app developer, um, you know, what they did here, I haven't seen other people do. Obviously, when you're buying through the Amazon app, that's a consumer app that's in a different category. Games fall into a category in which purchases go through. These are for, there's a little bit both ways. It's a little bit for consumer protection, right? Like that way an app can't pretend to be Fortnite and then try to take your money and, you know, take your credit card information, you know, from kids. Like it has to be approved. There are. Um, there's also like on iOS and Android devices, like parental controls for in-app purchases. If you're going to the website and purchasing it, that's going to be different. So there's, there's, there's gain there, right? I think as a, as a, I'm not a parent, but as a, as a developer, I understand that there's, there's benefit here. One, I don't have to handle transactions. Mm -hmm. A normal small app dev like myself is not going to handle, you know, Stripe payments. That seems terrible. License keys who bought them, you know, consuming them is very complicated uh so you know they definitely uh this is a big no-no and, and i think it's pretty a little shady how they did it but you know whatever they're, they're fortnite they make uh, 1.8 billion dollars every year with this game on all platforms so they they can do whatever the heck they want um and people are still going to play it now you know here's the thing about all of it is again taking sides not taking sides do i agree that Apple, Google, Microsoft, the company I work for, like we have a, you know, developer tax, as you will. It's not really a tax. It's a cost of doing business, just like swiping a credit card at a business takes their money. Um, you know, there's trade-offs for that, right? You get all of the transactions covered for you. You get the bandwidth. You get automatic updating, patching, uh, uh, an app store listing, notification systems. You get all these services um, by paying that tax, right? And of course, if your app is free, then you don't you don't pay anything, right? If you have in-app purchases, of course, you pay on that. But, um, you know, if you think about it, how many people have downloaded and updated Fortnite? Millions, millions upon millions of people. And that's bandwidth, that's download storage, that's processing. There's There's a lot of things that go into putting a game onto a device, right? Apple and Google, they have to build the operating system. They have to build the app store. They have to make the installers work and be reliable and make your game work great, right? They're doing the hard work because they built the operating system. So they feel like they should get a cut, right? And they're, they're enabling you to do, they didn't have to, you know, they didn't have to let you put the app on it. It's there. So um, there's that. Now, I think what they could have done, to be honest with you, and, and, to, to get back into it, they could just simply on iOS and Android, leave it at $9.99 and not have this epic direct payment, but then just let you go onto the website and buy it separately and load your account, right? Mm -hmm. That's other thing. I'm pretty sure other things do that. And I'm pretty sure that is fine when it comes to the app store policy, because you're not buying it through the store, right? You're not, mm -hmm. it's not linking you out to the store. So if they had it separate, it's totally fine. 
And I don't think that they would lose any money. Like, and it's, it's a act- linked account. Like all yeah. of your, if you bought this on the Fortnite store elsewhere, you it's your linked account. You're playing the same account, whether I'm on Xbox, the exactly. computer, my phone, my switch. Like I could, you're absolutely correct. You could have just left this be and possibly people would just buy it somewhere else. But if you are on your phone and you need that new skin this minute, well, there's the tax for that. Yeah. Then and that and that's exactly how it should be, right? Convenience fee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now for the, you know, Epic Direct payments, like you're assuming that app that, you know, you got to give your credit card to them, right? They they have a whole web page about how it's secure and how they're using AWS. And I'm sure it's I'm sure it's secure, right? I'm sure it's great. They use it for all the other <laughs> stuff. Sure. But you know, you, you know, there's a lot of other things that are in there. So to me, that's sort of the flip side, right? Is is, you know, Kotaku shouldn't have to write a whole article about a parent's guide to this, right? What a parent wants to do is say, hey, you can't spend more than five bucks a week or whatever. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, type of thing. So um, do I think it's, you know, I go back and forth on on, and is it fair? Is it not fair on this? And you do get a lot of trade off. But also, I'm not in the same category of Epic, right? Epic looks at it and Netflix looks at it and says, hey, we're losing millions of dollars. What if we just didn't do that? You know, and and we'll see if that works for them, right? Because yeah. now their app's not going to be on the App Store. So exactly. they're not going to get money. You know, 70% and- of something is better than 100% of nothing. Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly what they will be getting now. Yeah. And if they were smart, they could do the thing where it's like, hey, if I, if I were them, I would say, you know, have a subscription service where it's like, hey, get, you know, X V bucks every month. So, you know, logged in. And then after a year, you know, their percentage drops down from 30 to 15%, right? I mean, if, if, if if they were like, Hey, you know, you you know, you can pay nine 99 once or get the subscription, which is seven 99 and you get these V bucks every month, you can cancel after one month, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like technically, and you could always resubscribe (laughs) like like that. That's you. That would be by the, the EULAs. I'm I'm sure it would probably be fine. I think, but kind of funny. Anyways, it's, it's messy. That's what it is. It is messy. And I, and I completely agree with you, Mots, where I feel is the, is the commission high? Probably, but it is a standard as we just proved. I mean, it's not just a one-sided thing. It's not Apple just saying, you know what? We're 30% while everybody else is 10. Well, it's pretty much across the board, 30%. Is that high? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's too high. Maybe it could be 15 or 20 and kind of giving money back to you know the developers so that they can continue to make games. And maybe in the long run, if they had that additional 15% in their uh, bank accounts, they would produce more games, which means more money on the App Store. And in the long run, it makes more money for everyone. That's, that's a very real, valid proposition. That's a very real point. But if you go on to apple.com and you go on their app store, they have their principles and practices. And in bold at the top, it's our store and we take responsibility for it. And then it goes on to say things like, we believe that in our store says a lot about who we are. Whatever's there is a reflection of us. And while we want an open market, essentially, we don't let certain things happen on this store because it does reflect upon us. And I think that they never hide this fact. You said, you know, Epic went into this, they signed a contract. You knew this was the way it worked when you went on to the App Store or Google Play or any of them. And now you're going to try to buck the system because 
you know, you want to get back to the the consumer. You want to get back to the player. Well, then why isn't it a thirty percent discount on the V box? Because in in reality, you're now making an additional ten percent on everybody. Because the thirty percent that Apple took, you're only giving back twenty percent to the consumer. If this was just purely for consumer sake, you would be giving back thirty percent because now you made an additional ten percent on every purchase made within the game. So don't play the car that you're the victim here and you're doing it for noble causes and you're just giving it back to the people and trying to make money for everybody else. You are making more money potentially on this. If Apple does say, okay, well, we're going to lower this or with whatever this stunt currently is, you they are making way more money with this. So I don't think at least for me, it's very hard to look at Apple as this underdog, scrappy development firm when you made billions, especially on being on these app stores that you are now trying to battle with. You made billions of dollars because of that reach. And that's the commission. That's the reason you pay. You know, like you said, there's server costs, there's all of this handling, there's all the financial side of things. But the reach, there's billions of phones out there between these two that people use to play this game. And you the commission is that you have access to that. And I think that by saying, you know, if it's 30 or 20 or 15 or whatever it is, I do think it could be lower. But You went into a contract, you signed the contract, and now you broke the contract. And in my mind, that is a black and white. You are wrong. There could have been other ways around this. There could have been other things that could have gotten done. But you knew you were going to break the contract because you literally, like the day after, came out with a cinematic in the game built around the same Whole fact. campaign. That didn't yeah. happen overnight. You didn't have animators make that in a in a day. Like, give me a break. You knew this was going to happen. And you had a preconceived idea of what you were going to do. And you broke your contract. And in my mind, that's completely, that's wrong. It's wrong. I think that what they're doing and, you know, if we give money back and all that, that's noble. And that's fine. That's wonderful. And should Apple and these other stores maybe charge a little less? Sure. But Epic, in my opinion anyway, is wrong in this case because they knew what they were doing. They signed a contract. They went into this knowing that, and they broke it. And I don't think that's right in any professional manner. You know, how many times, Mots, I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of contracts. We deal with a lot of contracts. And if somebody agreed to a price, and then later when the price, you know, now they're making money off of our work, back out of it because, well, we didn't think it was really that fair. Mm-hmm. You signed a contract. Yeah. so. I think it's a really interesting where this could go. I'm excited to see kind of what's going to happen. And in the meantime, all of us on Nintendo get to, I guess, benefit because we get <laughs> 20% off at the at the store. So I guess yeah, I, just, I buy you. Buy yeah just buy a switch. <laughs> just buy a switch. I bet you that that's why Steam has their commission rates broken down the way they have them broken down. They want to keep the the more just the the bigger companies like like the size of epic happy so they make their commission rate lower so they're not taking as much money from them yeah sure right you look at you look at steam right which is on you know pc and mac and linux like people you can just install epic you know you're not the epic installer you can install a game completely separately the reason developers put their games on Steam is because it's a marketplace, right? Now, yeah, exactly. yeah. You, you know, the difference is obviously when it's a console, like Xbox or Switch, like you only have one place to buy it from. 
you know, I think that Epic, you know, has the issue that they're trying to say, which is like, hey, on on iOS, there's only one app store. We can't we can't go anywhere else. Right. On Google, mm-hmm. you could just sideload it or create your own thing or whatever. I think that's really what they're they're going after in this instance is like, hey, you know, like, you know, we, we can't do it. And, then, you know, and when we, they had all the tech, the tech people at, um, you know, um, at the Senate or whatever for the hearings, that's sort of why they had Apple is like, don't you think you're a monopoly and you're the only app store? And, you know, I, I, you know, we, we talk about this on the podcast too. It's, it's a very complicated thing because again, and then is there security? Is this, I remember when the Epic put out their game and they're saying like, well, there's actually like a bunch of security flaws in it, right? There's like all this yeah. other stuff. And so it, it is a, it is a hard trade off in, in general to have. And it comes down to money. Like, like you said, Christina, right? It's like, it's money at the end of the day and that's what they care about. Uh, and that's what you're right, Michael. It's like that they, you know, they, they didn't make it 25% or 30%. I'm sure there's like a 3% tip, but they didn't make it 25%. They make it 27% off. They made it 20% off so they can make more money. Like who, you know, it, like the reason they do it is to make more money. And, and, and like as a business, I can't, I can't be mad at them for a business for no, being of mad. of course not. Right. You're oh, I want to make that's more your job. money. You're making money. No. And there's a trade-off. You don't get to go on the App Store then. So yeah. like it'll be interesting because I cannot see Apple buckling. The only way Apple no. and, and Google will buckle on this, and, and I think it affects, like you said, it affects Google less because they have those side loading. Where Apple, it's a walled garden. And and that's a take it or leave it when it comes to Apple. We all know that about Apple. You either like the ecosystem because of it, this sort yeah. of this walled garden that they've created where you have this one way of doing it, and that has its benefits. Or you don't, and that's fine too. And nobody makes people play Fortnite on their iPhone. It's that's just they made a lot of choices along the way. And I think it's crazy to me, you know, that they that they're gonna buck this system and try to do that. And it'll be it's just I wanna see if others if others jump on, if Epic because Spotify's already been playing with this as well, and they've already kind of bucked the Apple and said, Well, you're trying to take money from us by doing this. And and Netflix, like you mentioned. So I think if what would happen is if enough of them kind of start jumping on this fight, which I could see there's blood in the water. So now I could see them all just kind of, this is our chance, you know, we're going to get this lowered so that we can make more money. If enough of them do that, I could see Apple having, it would force their hand in that. How do you lose all of these apps off your app store? Yeah. You well, know? the flip side is there too, right? Which is all of these apps could go and then Apple could be like, don't worry, we already have Apple Music. And we yeah, have, true. Like, you, you know, we're going to do yeah. a discount on Apple Music <laughs> and Apple TV and Apple this. We're going to go lower on those. That's true. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They did build their own ecosystem around those very apps. So yeah. Apple doesn't necessarily need them to be on their app store. Yeah. And and that's just it's it's just what it is. But anyways, let's get on to some brighter better news yeah better news. <laughs> uh, we talked about last week that the switch uh, had some spectacular sales numbers and it continues to to go this uh, we have the new numbers from july um, and the beginning of august so we had previously and we were saying the nintendo switch was so close to becoming the second best console ever sold from nintendo and it has officially happened the nintendo switch has sold more than 62 million units which puts it just ahead of the NES, one of my favorite consoles of all time. I was just watching some videos and reminiscing of Super Mario 3. Um, so good. Um, yeah, just what a great game. Uh, it is now, yeah, Nintendo's second best console ever. You know, it has 
not that far to go for the Nintendo Wii. The Wii is 100 and basically 2 million, 101.63 million globally, but not too far to go, to be honest with you. Uh, and these numbers come out um, you know, from the NPD. The Nintendo Switch was also the best-selling console for July in the U.S., so it continues to do extremely well uh, overall. And additionally, um, that's in both units and dollar sales, which is also very impressive. And, and at the same time, the games are doing great. So last month, we had Paper Mario. Paper Mario clocked in at number three on the charts, right behind Ghost of Tsushima and Call of Duty Modern Warfare, of course. And um, it's it's the best selling or not the best selling, but the best start sales for any Paper Mario uh, ever, which is which is really great. So it's doing well. And if you look at those top uh, NPD charts, I love that it's in an Excel spreadsheet. Thanks, Matt Pascatella. Um, you know, you have a bunch of great games on here. You have Paper Mario, number three, number five, Animal Crossing, Ring Fit Adventure. Holy crap. It's the it's the it's the Wii Fit of. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, of the switch uh doing great at number six i mean this is a- across all consoles right this is um all of them right number eight mario kart number nine smash bros i mean that that's already one two three four five of the top 10 to nintendo check this out number 12 breath of the wild bananas right um new super mario brothers u deluxe 14 right so i mean they got seven games in the top 20 just from from Nintendo on the switch. So, and that doesn't include digital sales either, which right now are, yeah. I think are gonna, you know, be a lot it's gonna blow it of out them. The water. Yeah. So it's crazy. So yeah, cool. Yeah. This is fantastic. And so excited to see this. I think it's going to do it. I think it is going to take the top spot for consoles. Well, speaking of things that are great, you know, what else is great? What? Mayonnaise. No, boo. Specifically, specifically <laughs> Hellman's Mayonnaise of Canada. <laughs> Uh, apparently they they have created their very own new horizons island and if you are still playing the turnip game there you can now do something with your spoiled turnips they're allowing players to visit explore and drop off their spoiled turnips and in exchange for these spoiled turnips hellman's will donate to second harvest which is canada's largest food rescue charity to help provide twenty five thousand meals for vulnerable cool. communities across the whole country. So yeah, I thought this was really cool. Um, the only way to do this though, is you do have to have a Twitter and Hellman's Canada will private message you or direct message you to get a Dodo code. And um, this will be happening from 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, August 17th to about noon on Saturday. So uh, pretty cool. Yeah, so once you that get there, cool. you'll have a... Yeah, you have about 15 minutes to drop off your split tournaments and explore. They have a bunch of like themed areas. One is like themed for Second Harvest to kind of educate people on what Second Harvest does. Uh, kind of like a little museum sort of situation, which I thought was was really smart. Um, so, yeah, again, mayonnaise is great, guys. Yeah, this is that. This is cool. <laughs> they have a, a they're going to have the Able Sisters merch shop where you can get Hellman's inspired dresses, T-shirts, jackets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, a second harvest outdoor kitchen, resident services. You can check out bulletin boards for tips. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they have. It says they have a ribbon island, if, which which I see here, which is really cool. You can uh, the, the terraformed it so it's sort of in the Hellman's uh, ribbon uh, logo, original logo. You can pull volt across to it and take a photo. I mean, <laughs> they put some time and energy and and somebody poor individual, poor soul 
who's in charge of handing out Dota codes for a whole week and managing oh, that. Man. Bless I your know, soul. I just feel bad for that team. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But this is such a creative way of using Animal Crossing for a good cause. I absolutely yeah. love it. I will even, yeah. I, I, I never have spoiled turnips and I haven't gone on Animal Crossing in a while, but, and I don't really like mayonnaise, but I will say Hellman's, Good job, Anya, for doing this. I think this is super, super <laughs> cool. And I, I think this is what a what a creative idea. I mean, yeah. whoever yeah. came up with that, give that person a bonus because it's really smart. And it's uh it's a great way to bring in something that's sort of at the the top of the current uh people's minds right now, mm-hmm. you know, with Animal Crossing and yeah. such a good idea. I really like that. Yeah, give that person not spoiled turnips. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Now, uh, apparently, I'm, I'm bookending the news segment with another crappy story. Um, we did get an update on Metroid Prime 4. Uh, you know, we've been waiting to hear something. We wanted, we knew Retro Studios and Nintendo were working on this new game. What, what could it be? We are so excited. Uh, as it turns out, they're actually still looking for a lead producer to make this game. So never I, never that's, it's never going to happen. It's never <laughs> going to happen. This is a huge role for a game development team and the fact that they're still looking for it that's it's not good news that's that's really bad either the person that was in charge quit or left and got fired or something um i don't know i don't know what's happening over there i wish they would just (laughs) be a little bit more vocal about how this how do you have a franchise that everybody knows and loves and wants and cannot get it like off the ground i do not understand what's going on but Apparently, it's still in the works. If we can take anything away from this as a good sign that they are still working on a Metroid Prime 4, but I don't think it looks good as far as the state of the game. Yeah, they uh, they have a lot of openings actually on their website. Um, it's not good. It's uh, this they whole got time the- they've just been trying to hire the entire team. <laughs> yeah, for the last two years since they announced like, it. Yeah, the, yeah. Know, we're really being like, choosy. We're gonna- we're going to make Metroid Prime 4 if anybody wants to sign up to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're uh, interested. Bummer. Austin, Texas yeah. is cool. You can just you know go there. They are looking for a lot of, lot of positions. So if you're interested in a job, there is there. Please go uh, and build Metroid this, Prime 4 please. for us. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my goodness. That's great. Well, that does it for our news this week. Moving on to the top 10 bestsellers, we have Animal Crossing New Horizons in first place, second place, Minecraft, third, Paper Mario the Origami King, fourth, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, fifth, Moto Rush GT, sixth, Doom 64, seventh, Skyrim, that was on sale last week, so that would make sense, eighth, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, ninth, Cedar's Puzzle Reboot, and tenth is Not Not a Brain Buster, and I believe Not Not was part of like a free like a cubic games did like a giveaway and that was one of them so a lot of like kind of sales and giveaways happening that kind of mix things up but overall you know the top you know four haven't really changed at all Hmm. that's crazy a lot of it's it's so funny to me i always get a kick out of seeing like something that pops up out of nowhere and i'm just like that was on a sale without a doubt you, you just know what know. I mean? Because yeah. it just came yeah. out of nowhere and it's on the top 10 list. Like never heard of this before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that gets us into new releases we're into this week. And starting it off, we have August 20th. Both Christina and I have Gleam Light checked for $20. Now, I could have swore we already talked about this game and that it came out, but yeah. apparently not. 
maybe we talked about it in an indie direct. Is that possible? I think, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember looking through it and I was like, this looks familiar, but why? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Gleamlight is a 2D action game with a very beautiful stained glass world. Now, if you picture, and I will say it almost looked exactly like it when I was watching the video again, picture Hollow Knight, but just made out of glass. It looks almost identical. Even some of the sounds and the sword swooshes and stuff seemed very Hollow Knight to me. A couple things they do mention on the game page make me nervous. One of them is a game without UI. This game has been designed to immerse players into the world and story without being obstructed by any standard game UI, allowing players to organically enjoy the action and tension of defeating enemies and traversing the world. Okay, I guess we can try it, but I, I think some of those things are kind of important. And uh, we'll see how it goes. We're going to need a couple prompts like yeah, here and there, to at do least. Something. And then the other one that yeah. makes me even more worried is it's an unspoken story. The story behind what happened in this world and what is to come is up to you as the player. So we didn't write a story. We're just going to make you make one up. Uh, discover the piece together. Discover and piece together the story through your adventure and save this beautiful transient world of glass. I, I hate that kind of stuff, to be 100% honest. I did give it a check because I think it looks very pretty. It looks like a very nice 2D game. But I really don't love when they just kind of have these uh, like unspoken story sort of, we don't really, we're, we're just going to let you figure it out. I hate that. So we'll see how it goes. Um, in my mind, I would try it. $20 is too high for me, but I gave it a check because if it does go on sale, I would maybe pick it up. But I have Hollow Knight, and that's a superb game. So I would say if you're on the fence, just get Hollow Knight. Yeah, the unspoken story thing, that's in like 90% of the games I like. So it doesn't bother me necessarily, but I knew that you would hate that. I hate it. Yep, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Uh, the next one I have checked is coming out August 21st. It is Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. Uh, so you can journey through time to finally stop Aku's evil reign in an all-new story told by the actual creators of Samurai Jack. It is voiced by the original voice actors, and it ties into the series finale. You can customize weapons and unlock skills, and there's it's action, there's fighting, it's adventure. It's a little bit of everything for everyone. Um, I did watch the cartoons when I was younger, so... I thought, you know, why not check this out? Um, and is developed by Solil Limited, who is also responsible for Ninjala and Naruto to Peruto. Uh, yeah, so I think it, it looks good. It's a little high for me at $40, but if it went on sale, it might be something I would get. But it looks like it's pretty well done. Um, and Samurai Jack's cool. I mean, good show. Yeah, I don't have any connection to Samurai Jack, so I didn't check this. It mm -hmm. looks like it's very well done, and I do have some of the Naruto games on my Switch, which are mm -hmm. basically you're playing the cartoon, so it's pretty pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I, I don't have any connection to Samurai Jack, so I just didn't check it. And $40 does seem a little bit high for, for me. Yeah, I feel now, like you would really like Samurai Jack, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think you would. Okay. Okay, Just based well, on the stuff you like, you check it out. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll look into that one. Now, I don't... Mats, you didn't have anything, did you? No, I, I looked through all the games and I was like, no, it's okay. Yeah, they're not much of that. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. So that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show, What You Playing? I can, I can start it off. Yeah, uh, please do. So you know, how, you know how we talked about that Word game, Wordify? It was here last yeah. week or the week before and it was on sale. 
Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, no. It's, it's a terrible game. I played, I there's like 10 levels and each level is like 25 puzzles. I think I'm like on eight. But what a janky mess of a word puzzle. Like, basically how it works is every level you have to find one big word. And then there's usually like five or so three letter three letter words off of that one word it's not near as extensive as i thought it was once in a while you'll get like a oh here's a five letter word that branches off of that one like seven letter word because it's a difficult or you're in a master puzzle but it's terrible and also there will be times where they give you a four letter word to figure out but it ends up only being a three letter word so you'll guess the three letter word and then they'll say no You'll guess a four-letter word that could fit in that spot, and they'll say no. So you literally have to click hint so they can finish the puzzle for you to move on to the next one. They also use, like, people's names as words, which is, like, no. (laughs) That's not allowed in any word game ever. So kind of let down. But granted, it was 69 cents. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that's that's not very good. That sounds crappy. I'm kind of bummed I even spent 64. Five cents or whatever it was on it. Spent your gold coins on it. Yeah. I mean, it's okay if you just need something quick and like quiet. But what I hate too is you can barely hear the music. You ha- and there's no way to adjust the music. Like these little things that should have been like like built in or not. Hmm. And it's just I, I'm gonna just not buy cheap games for a long time because of this experience. <laughs> like Probably. even like the free yeah. games that were given away. I'm sure they're good quality games. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm just gonna get games that I have to spend money on at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's um, for a reason a lot of times, right? Where it's yeah. so cheap. Yeah, where you're like, there has to be something wrong with this. Yep, there is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then next I played more Animal Crossing, just still collecting bugs and sea creatures and fish. And that's it for me. I played like five hours of it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, for me, yeah. it's just quick. I did. Uh, I'm still playing a lot of Witcher 3. Absolutely loving it. Really doing the DLC. I got to a whole new area in the game. Toussaint. And that's really, really cool. Loving the some of the side quests and missions that I've been getting from there. It's I got to be careful in that area because the missions are a little higher than me, like level wise. So I'm, I'm kind of getting my butt kicked here and there. I got to like really watch where I go, because if I wander off into some part of the woods and there's stuff there that can now kill me, whereas in a lot of the other areas, I'm leveled so strong that I'm not. I don't ever like worry, but now in these new DLC areas, I do have to be careful. And then I, I actually jumped back into Fortnite in the first time. And I don't even know how long it's been. It's been a very long time. I think I missed an entire season or the season's just about to start. I, I fired it up because of all this recent news with it. And I wanted to see if um, that was going on in the in the Nintendo shop as well. If it was just, you know, we, like we already discussed with the cost of the V-Bucks going down. And so I played a few rounds, had a bunch of fun, just kind of jumping back into the world. Everything's totally different. So I, you know, one or two rounds is me just trying to figure out what the heck I was doing, trying to figure out how to shoot again and run if there was even a run. But like, I I couldn't remember how to play, but it was it was fun (laughs) to be back into the world. And when the new season starts up, I was already thinking this was a good uh, game for me to kind of just pick up and play from time to time. Nothing as crazy as when we were doing it originally, Mots, where we were like nonstop on Fortnite. But it yeah. is, I forgot how much fun I have when I am just kind of jumping in there for a few rounds and nothing, uh, no time commitment. Like I feel like I have sometimes with Animal Crossing or Witcher or some of these other bigger games where I could just play around and go. So yeah, that was it for me. Nice. Yeah. It's, 
uh, I, I wanted to kind of maybe jump back into Fort. I mean, not because of the deals, but just because it's it's been a while since I've I've played. It's kind of just fun to hop back in. And I saw that this week, there or no in November, they're going to be adding Joker and Poison Ivy to oh, cool. Fortnite, which kind of be cool. Very so they cool. do a whole Batman, yeah, they do a, uh, yeah, that could be cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll jump in then. Yeah, um, there you go. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know how many players will be left to play against. So. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's, that makes it even easier for us now. We won't have to play with all those pesky uh, mobile players. That's right. Get out of here, mobile <laughs> players. Um, yeah, so th- that'd be kind of fun. I, you know, last week we were talking about Crisis pretty and heavy- heavily. And I said I was basically at the end of the game. And I was basically at the end of the game. So I beat the game. <laughs> and it surprisingly ends weird. And Oh, like a cliffhanger it's all like and we'll see you in crisis two and you're like okay <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, I got to the end i was like did i beat it or is there another level okay um the end boss is super duper fun like the end i mean the the whole reason to to play the game is probably for the last 30 minutes to be honest oh, with wow. you like definitely the second half of the game once you're more into the alien stuff is super duper fun just you're floating around you're doing stuff on the ship is kind of crazy so that was good I, I i feel accomplished i haven't beaten a game in a while so i since you know yeah probably yeah in a while so mm-hmm. I, I definitely went through i beat it um which then um this week i then inserted the bioshock remastered edition uh card Ooh. into my switch yeah, it's in there let me i'll take it out Let me take it out. So I put it in. Uh, It's a card. So it's a little, you know, game card Oops, collection. And I put it in and you put it in. It puts three icons onto your home screen. How cool is that? Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it says Bioshock Remastered, Bioshock 2 Remastered, Bioshock Infinite. I I then archived Crisis because I was taking up so many jigs. And then uh, I was like, okay, I want to play Bioshock. And then I clicked on Bioshock and I was like, um, please download this two hour install. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, so um, I can now play Bioshock. It has downloaded and installed correctly because, you know, on the package, it does say that it's a big install, take stuff. So if you're looking to play it, Michael, you should start downloading now um, because it takes uh, a good amount of time. So I'm excited to play that. I'm excited to boot it up. It's It's been a, it's been a journey to get there and it was a journey to download. In fact, by downloading it, here's a quick tip not to do is I started the download. You know, it's like, hey, download the patch and you download it. And I, I put it into my switch. And when it's done downloading, I think it like launches the game. And when I took it out today, it's been a few days. It, my switch was completely frozen. So that's cool. Oh, um, no, but it was, I rebooted it and it was OK. So but it was kind of weird. I haven't had that happen in a few years. So it's kind of weird. I will say, because you're going to start playing it this week, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. That's exciting. I will say it 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 doesn't have like autosave, really. Terrible. <laughs> it does well, it does, but it it's very spread far apart between like, you know, mm. big sections of the game. And it did cr- the first Bioshock game did crash on me twice. And because of that, it was always like at the end of a section. Oh, no. So just make sure you save here and there. That's all. Okay. I don't yeah, like that. just 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 a warning there doesn't a... didn't really ruin the game for me, but just a heads up. I'm used to things breaking on me all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, that won't be a problem for me because I have that habit built in now because of uh, Witcher does the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just make sure you save my cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's exciting. Cool. No, I'm excited because you haven't played 
any of them, Mario Mods? I, I played the first one. Oh, the first, the first one. one. Okay. So this yeah. is just kind of a recap. I played the first one when it came out on Xbox so many years ago. So uh, I don't know. Oh, gee. I, I believe I beat it. But, you know, it's been so long that I forget if I beat it or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's that, that's kind of how I am. So, I mean, even though, like, when I was watching the, the gameplay footage that Christina had sent me about one part she was in, I was like, oh, man, I... I don't really remember any of this because I played it when it came out and that was so long yeah. ago. So it will be kind of, I'll, I'll remember bits and pieces, but it'd be kind of like I'm playing it for the first time. Yeah. Now you guys are making me want to replay it again. It's so good. <laughs> good. You own it. So now you can. <laughs> I, can I can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I should probably play a little something new and not a stupid little 69 cent game. That's terrible. Yeah. Play but. something good. <laughs> That's it. We did it through another podcast. Not a lot of news, but a deep dive into the world of 30% fees that I'm sure no one wanted to hear, but you heard it anyways. Heard yeah, it here first. Yeah. One thing I will say as a as a bonus, and I was going to mention it because you, you kind of lamented a little bit about uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. It made me think back to The Wizard. And I don't know mm. if anybody's ever seen that, but if it's a it's a rainy day or something where you are, you should pop in the wizard because that was my first exposure to seeing Super Mario Brothers three, because that was basically a movie built to advertise the game. <laughs> there, yeah. I, if, if you weren't familiar with the game, it's about two kids that like race to this. They kind of cross country to go to this game tournament. And I think it was either part of the challenge or was like the final challenge was to see who could get the furthest in this new game and the new game was super mario brothers 3 and it was awesome <laughs> to watch so that was a it was a 1989 classic with the old fred savage oh yeah yeah oh. so oh, and awesome. speaking of movies too i think the day before this podcast actually comes out is when that new netflix documentary comes out too cool so mm. yeah cool all right, well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Of course, you can follow us on the internet at Dispatch Podcast on Twitter. You can just go to NintendoDispatch.com. That's where you'll find all of our reviews of different games, different cool things out there. You can find all the back catalog of podcasts in case you want to do that, too. And, um, yeah, tell a friend about the podcast. I appreciate that. So until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.